0: Hey everybody, it's Wes from Fundamental Games. Thought I'd go on a little side quest as we start off 2021. Had a fantastic 2020 despite all the challenges and obstacles people had to overcome uh, from the global pandemic and shipping and um, work changes and all kinds of stuff happened last year Uh, to myself and to many other people out there, so I just reflect back and still think it was a pretty solid year for for beginning a company called fundamental games and i just want to thank anybody that's listening that supported my ventures thus far or just listen to some of the conversations i've had that have helped me develop as a independent publisher and just as a, a game designer in general so I'll just recap a couple of things about my company. If you want to listen, great. If this kind of stuff doesn't interest you, uh, you can wait on for the next episode. I'm sure we'll have some more guests ready to talk at some point this year. January and um, December are relatively quiet. People aren't launching a lot of new Kickstarters, and um, there's a lot of holidays and, and other stuff going on, so I don't anticipate having many new guests until probably late January um, or even early February. But Let's talk a little bit about where I've been and what I've been up to. If we take a look back at my very first game, Duel of the Dragons, uh, that was my first Kickstarter. You can always check out the old link there and see some of the really, really um, amateurish graphics that I had for that and video. That was all created by myself and Um, It was an interesting exploration into Kickstarter, Uh, but I want to stick to those roots every time I can, and so what I did recently is with Die in the Dungeon, I offered... Duel of the Dragons as an add-on or kind of as a bonus for the Die Masters Pledge. So I'm excited to get in some extra copies of that soon. I think they're in the mail now coming from China. And I ordered a bunch of extras because I wanted to have some of my first game available for any future projects that I launched to have that as an add-on or if anybody ever wants to pick up a copy. Um, I still think there's a lot of fun and um, interest in that game or could be uh, one of the best Reviewers, it has played. It has been two gun pixie. He's played it a number of times and shown it on his channel and given it some good feedback. I've never really put it out there beyond that. So, um, if anybody does get a chance to look at one of those videos, if you like it, uh, let me know and we'll hook you up with a copy. So that is die in the or sorry, um, duel of the dragons and then legends of Novus. I have about 80 copies left of the original print run, and so um, every single backer that I could get the game to has it. There were a couple of things that happened due to COVID that prevented the um, a couple of EU backers. Um, 98%, 99% of people got the game, and the 1% or so that did not did get a full refund, both for the shipping and for the cost of their pledge. Uh, so it was unfortunate that they couldn't get their copies. It's actually cost me over $100 just to get a game shipped from here to there. Um, because I don't have it through a, a mass uh shipper right now. So um but if you do want a copy of it and you live in North America, then you can get a copy off my website or off the Game Found site. And um gotten some feedback, both positive and negative, about Legends of Novus. It's not a game for everybody, but it is a game that um kinda helps you dive into fantasy in, in um an introductory way you learn about and about die rolling and about equipment and about traveling and it's all um, it was done light on purpose light and epic at the same time and um, i learned a lot from that kickstarter the thing i learned the most about it was about shipping and how you really have to be cautious about who you choose and what the agreements are before you um, make that agreement so learn from that and still glad i did it and love that game and may redo it at some point with a cooperative version and um, additional locations and things like that there's a few people that might be interested in that kind of thing so that could be around the bend Um, die in the dungeon is actually shipping as i speak Uh, i think about four or five hundred people should have the game by the end of this week which is fantastic out of the um 1,200 or so people that did end up getting copies of it. And uh, the rest will be on route soon. The UK shipment is being delivered tomorrow, Australia anytime now, and Canada should get their games uh, by the end of the month. They had to ship from the US to a Canadian fulfillment center first. Um, I did order 3,000 copies, which means I have another 1,500 to see what I can do with over the next year or so. Um, I plan to look at online stores, see how I can get some advertisement or placements in there reach out to some other retailers i think once enough people get the game in their hands and pictures on the table um, on facebook or instagram showing the really cool acrylic minis and the dungeon tiles and the dominions and the the dice based heroes that you you beat i think getting enough images out there from people that may be playing the game will be advertisement in and out of itself so there'll be plenty of copies available uh, and again, it's a few dollars higher than the original Kickstarter price, just to thank those that did pledge and help the game come to life, but there's a ton of value in the game as well. Uh, retail of $44 US, and you get three full sets of polyhedral dice, all kinds of cool cards, artwork, acrylic standees, dungeon tiles, um, really nice insert in the box. So uh, in the Dungeon really taught me Uh, what mass production can do to drive down costs. And um, it also taught me a bit more about the enhanced costs of shipping. Uh, Once you have, you know, literally 20 pallets worth of merchandise instead of um, three or four pallets worth of merchandise going overseas. So um, that is fully available, Die in the Dungeon. Uh, I love what Tristan Rawson did with the art there and the the quality of the game that Hope Games produced from Shanghai and look forward to working with them in the future. Um, The next game that I plan to work on, and whoever's been following this would have heard of it by now, is called Questeros, and that's going to be launching probably in March. I've got some um, rough ideas of timeframes worked out in that month. The artwork is well underway, John DeCampos has done a fantastic job at getting the, uh, basically the quest cards, or the Major Arcana as well as the court cards, the Page Through King all set up and now we're gonna work on some line art for the one to ten the basic cards of each suit in quest and it's a, a fantasy tarot based card game trick-taking game with a solo variant and um, some ability to use in RPGs as well so it's kind of going on four different levels and um, really looking forward to sharing that in March uh, I've been putting together the Kickstarter pages already because you have to get that really hammered out early on I'll be doing that on my own Learned a lot about graphic design and layouts and templates and spacing and sequencing. And it's been fun working on that on my own. And of course it's a bit of a cost saving as well if you can do that. And then the next game, um, We've been working on some concepts, putting together some um, images, throwing it out online. It involves fantasy and meeples, and this will be a non-luck based game. It'll be my first non-luck based game where uh, I won't feature any random card drawing or any random dice game, right? Dice rolling. It'll be pure uh, strategy, but there'll still be some factors in there about how that's managed. So that will be maybe late. 2021, maybe even later. That one's kind of the the one that's still burning in my mind. Um, so anything could happen with that. But anyway, that's what I've been up with, up to with fundamental games. Just uh, really diving in, making questeros come to life, finishing off the fulfillment, and now doing some more marketing for Die in the Dungeon, selling off what remains of Legends of Novus, repurposing Wizard Dice and decadice Dice and Duel of the Dragons and um kind of coming up with that concept for the meeple game master of meeples is kind of my working name we'll see if that sticks or not for the future of kickstarter journeys uh, i hope to talk to some new guests i mean i talk to people on facebook all the time about what they're creating i follow i'm part of different board game design communities and uh, all kinds of wonderful people that you meet on there and then sometimes just doing you know cold shout outs to people that have active kickstarters and seeing if they want to be on the podcast can go a long ways the other part i want to do with this podcast is start talking to more uh, content creators that do support kickstarters whether they do their own podcast for it or they do videos for them or they do playtest sessions or or things like that. Um, I think I'll start expanding instead of just doing Kickstarter journeys about people that have done Kickstarter. I think it's time to spread that, that out a bit, kind of like I did with when I talked to um, Jesse from Quackalope um, not too long ago. So look forward to that as this year progresses. I start to get my name known a bit more and people are more willing to spend some time with me on the podcast to talk about Kickstarter in different ways. But regardless of all that, just thank you for listening to my first year, my first full podcast, 62 episodes of um, fun content, lots of wonderful guests, and I learned a ton just having a chance to talk to them and it was great to be able to benefit from their knowledge while still sharing it with you.